Ben and Kelly, good morning. 9970JX. Hi there, Kelly K. Hi there. Now, it is said that gifts and emojis can help break bad news in email correspondence. I, listen, I'm a fan of using emojis because I feel like, yes, it makes it more lighthearted. So whatever the conversation is, you know, I mean, there is etiquette, especially when it comes to like at work where misused emojis can be confusing, maybe even offensive or, you know, whatever, especially in a workplace environment. But now they're saying that if you are well, if you are shown an emoji or a gif when it when the news is bad it tends to raise morale oh and softens the blow a little bit like it, okay thank you so much we're not going to need your services anymore winky face crying laughing <laughs> <laughs> winky face crying laughing like, wait you're firing me <laughs> right <laughs> yeah, it's like, a little bit take the sting off a little bit it's like you're fired and then you then you uh, uh attach the taylor swift meme of her holding up the sorry sign in right. you belong with me and then little little <laughs> sad face here <laughs> But still, like maybe maybe heart hands. What, what other messages would be easier with an still emoji? Uh, maybe like you know, uh, it, you you send one to your partner. I'm leaving you, and then it's the workaholics meme with whoopsies. <laughs> <laughs> Whoopsies! It does take the sting off. And a then, little bit, and then, you it? know, you know, you're reading it. You're like, wait, hang on a second. What is happening? What is what is happening right. here? Wait, wait, what what are they saying? <laughs> what is it? It might make it a little confusing. Uh, uh, using certain gifts or emojis can help break bad news. So you know, I don't know. Maybe uh, you're a doctor and you're corresponding with a patient. Oh, oh no, no. It's like uh, your test came back positive. Positive? That's that's not a good thing, typically, right? Right, or, but but, unless, but if you attach, yeah, well, but if you attach the Michael Scott meme from the office, don't like that. Oh. <laughs> you know, I mean, oh. who can't love Michael right. Scott, right? Absolutely. From the office, then you you're like, oh, well, you know what? This is bad, no. but right. I mean, this is a funny meme, that's so a funny meme. It it so. kind of helps. It's fine treatment, but doctor's got a sense of humor. I'm on board. Doctor's got a sense of humor. Like, I feel like uh, if if I had lived out my my schooling in my my earlier dream of becoming a doctor in the medical field, you know, I took a half a semester of pre-med, Kelly. Sure. Practically a doctor. Yeah. Uh, I feel like I would probably have already been, um, we don't say disbarred. Because that's lawyers, right? Uh, no. I probably Kicked already out of the medical field. Maybe I because is. I feel like that's how I would have broken bad news. Hey, you know what? Yeah. Ah, so sorry. Um, it's terminal. But here, look at this. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't have lasted very long. But, but here, look at. To, this. to be fair, that's probably the most difficult part of their job. And yeah, I think you have to be. I'm not cut out for that either. Wouldn't be able to. That's why I'm not in management. So I don't have to fire anyone. Well, but if you, if you did, then just know, or actually, if you receive an email and you see memes and emojis attached to it, maybe open with caution. Maybe it's bad news. <laughs> maybe try it's to bad soften news. the blow. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Sorry. Your vacation was denied. Whoopsies. Oh, so you're like, oh, that stinks. But oh, okay. But this meme is 
fun. Okay. <laughs> Anyways. I don't know. I don't know. Moving on. I don't on. know if that's going to be better or not. Uh, all right. Hey, coming up later this hour, setting the bar stories, which is just a OMG story. Uh, I love bef- those kind. Before 7 o'clock. Uh, drunk karaoke, which Kelly and I are not going to hit the bottle and sing karaoke for you. No, I know that's what you were immediately thinking. Yeah. Which, you know, I mean, let's save that idea as a bit for later. Put a pin in it. Yeah, we'll <laughs> circle around. It could that could still happen at some point on this show. We'll, we'll see. You know, never know. Never you know what? say never. You know what? Honestly, Kelly, that would be funny. Well, it's around uh, derby time is typically when that happens. Well, I mean, any time can be appropriate for that. Really? Do we really? need an excuse? Well, to, I feel to like hit it the makes bottle us, and sing karaoke? I think it makes us look a little worse if it's just on a random like Wednesday. Kelly, that, that's what we're you're, doing. You're worried about our show looking worse? Well, I occasionally <laughs> you're worried. Occasionally. Yeah, yeah. We're not thi- this many years in the game and us worried about what people think. We're known for many, many things. Do we do we need to I'm be saying, also known for day drinking and getting drunk on the air on a regular basis? I, I, well, I'm not saying on a regular basis. I'm just oh. saying special occasions. And special occasions. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, uh, maybe, maybe St. Patrick's Day. Maybe St. Patrick's Day. Maybe birthdays. Maybe birthdays. Uh, Memorial Days. Maybe, I don't think that one. Uh, may, I mean, uh, National Margarita Day is coming up later that this one, week. That one would I make mean, sense. I mean, this is all. I mean, there's a nice comfy couch here in the studio. We could just oh, wow. sleep it off after the just show. Sleep it's, it off? Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. No big deal. Uh, anyways, all right. all right. We got a lot to get to here this morning, uh, including a feel good on the way next. Uh, you need to meet the grand fluencers. You thought only young, pretty people could be influencers? Nope. The grand fluencers are getting millions of views and fans. All right. So we'll get to that on the way. 68 today is your oh, high, yeah. according to Wavestorm Tracking Team. It's Doja Cat. Good morning. Let's get to a feel-good story. Do this every hour throughout the morning here, Kelly Kay. So you thought that only pretty people, young pretty people, could be influencers, I did. I really did. Yeah, well, the Grandfluencers are rolling in to change your mind about that. Grandma Droniak, we've actually featured her on the show before. She's 93, 13.1 million followers. Just sharing her life, her fashion, and her beauty routines. Barbara Costello, 3.9 million followers. She goes by Brunch with Babs. Offers oh, you know what? Household tips and tricks. I have seen her. Yeah, well, I there you go. I uh, Right? Outfit for doing nothing all day. Hi, everybody. It's Babs. We are Brandfluencers. And check out these six seniors ranging in age from 72 to 86. They go by Retirement House. To their 5.5 million followers on TikTok. 27-year-old Brandon Chase came up with the idea. All right, guys, so there's a trending dance on TikTok right now that I think you guys would crush. Uh-huh. Check this out. Like the dance. Come on, do the cha-cha. One, two, hips, cha-cha, cowboy. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you can watch retirement houses, you know, six seniors doing tiktok dances i mean i'm i'm telling you i'm telling you there's a market mm. so ben when this whole radio thing doesn't i work am out not anymore, of that age what well, i'm just saying down the road 
This could be our next app. Oh, okay. <laughs> this could be our. Ne- there's there's hope. We got Grandma Joniak at 93, still living her best life. 13.1 million followers. All right. Okay. All right. So you can see them, and you probably should, on our website, WDJX.com. All right, Kelly, what's a setting the bar story? That's an example of what not to do or a situation we hope you don't find yourself in. His name is Mitchell. He's six foot six, 250 pounds. He likes to wear kilts. Now we okay. might know why. All right. So if you can manage to make it through the day without looking at antiques and trying to place them under your kilt in the only place that it would fit, you're doing okay. Okay. We're trying to steal antiques under our kilt? I don't know if stealing is the right word because Mitchell puts them back. Oh, he puts them? Okay. So, listen, Mitchell walked into a couple antique stores, all right? He was wearing Uh a kilt. He picks up a makeup brush and uh, maybe a hardware piece. Uh, Again, this is at an antique store. Okay. And he stuck them under his kilt and then took them out and put them back on the shelf. So is he like inserting items in place? Why? Second store did it with an antique bottle opener and some sort of vintage tobacco can. All total four items valued at about 200 bucks. They had to be thrown out. Yeah. Yeah. No, there is no way to clean those precious antiques that have been in a place that no antique should be. Here are some employees talking about Mitchell. Number one, I was disgusted. That night, uh, one of the dealers sent me a video that she had from a camera in her own booth. No. Yeah, yeah, there's security no. camera footage of Mitchell doing his thing. I think oh, no. they've been in here before. The employees recognized him and said they were just, you know, the guy was really nice and she was nice. And oh, Yeah, wait. so he's just there with his partner, you know, looking right. at antiques. Sure. Um, they just shopped around for a few hours. What did they do with those products? They threw them away mostly. Yeah, you can't oh, slap yeah, no. a manager's mm-hmm. sticker on that. I well, do I not know. think. No, you cannot. No, you cannot. No, you cannot. Ellie? No. No. If it's a vintage no. antique find. Mm-mm. You're throwing it away. Sorry, maybe there'll be another. Not sure. I mean, Clorox cleanup wipes are no. invented for a reason, right? Not enough of those. You Not slap a manager's sticker on that and you no, say, sir. hey, 50% off. No. This is... This no. is uh what are you calling it? <laughs> this is a booty makeup brush? No, uh-uh. <laughs> no, sir. Nope. Oh shoot. We sacrifice those. We're not <laughs> we selling. We sacrifice those. Nope, that's sorry. Well, that's what they did. You're they checking threw that them off away. the inventory. That yeah. is just gonna be a loss. So again, that is your setting the bar story. Wow. We've found out why Mitchell likes to oh, wear kilts. Okay, Mitchell. That is that is a... That's a hobby we need to go uh, talk about and and figure out why we need to do that. That is not a healthy hobby for anybody involved, really. That is your setting the bar story. Oh, my goodness. Thank goodness we didn't have to see the footage. <laughs> uh, that's the blessing. I mean, do you want me, me to tweet it out? No, you do not need to. <laughs> you don't need to. 
You don't. Tell you what. I'll, no. I'll tweet it out. It'll be up to you to decide whether you want to look at it, right? I, I, at Ben and I, Kelly's show. There are going to be people that can't not look. That is your setting the bar story on 9970JX. Uh. <laughs> All right. So I've realized that I am that friend. And then also, I've also realized that uh, my friend is that friend to me. So I think it's a mutual thing. I'll explain. Uh, so I met up with uh, two of my friends this past weekend, Mike and Rob. Uh, they, uh, I've known them for a while and I have a history with these two, a history of staying out too late, maybe getting a little too drunk. And so when I was meeting up with, uh, Mike to start out, uh, my wife was like, Hey, why don't, uh, because I've got a gig the next morning. It was like a Saturday night. I've got a gig Sunday morning, um, right by Mike's house. So why don't, if you just, if you guys get a little crazy and you stay out too late, you know, having boys night, why don't you just crash at his place and I'll pick you up the next morning on my way to my gig? Good plan. Yeah. Yeah. It's like she knows me better than I know me. And I'm like, nah, we'll be fine. It's going to be fine. Yeah. We're all adults. We're, sure. We've grown past that stage of our life. Okay. Famous last words. So meet up with Mike, tacos, pitcher, margs later. Uh, we go pick up the other friend, go to a brewery, meet up there, uh, end up closing the brewery down. And then um, since he caught up with us later, he only had like a beer at the uh, or two at the place. And so we went over to my friend Mike's house to play... Um, pool in his basement and we were there until probably 2 30 in the morning wow um i realized after talking with you know mike's wife and the fact that he's got four kids uh that Ooh. there's soccer practice there's soccer games at like nine in the morning the next yeah, morning they have things. <laughs> i know they have things and you know but mike didn't tell you that though i mean like, no not not initially how much blame should go on mike he's the one that lives there and knows the schedule listen i don't need you to mother him too oh, okay okay <laughs> I'm just, I'm coming to your defense. So I'm like, okay, hey, uh, do you mind if I crash at your place? It's a little late and, uh, you know, Elizabeth can just pick me up tomorrow morning. He's like, yeah, no sweat. Uh, I'll just put you in like the, the playroom. It'll be fine, you know? And so, uh, we, we closed down his place, you know, two 30 in the morning. Right. And I realized that I'm that friend. When I wake up the next morning to the sound of his kids downstairs. Oh, yeah. And, and much run, earlier than you wanted right. to wake up. And, and, and running around doing things that families do. His wife right. cooking them breakfast. Actually, he was downstairs cooking breakfast too. Oh, wow. Yeah. Impressive. Yeah, that he exactly. Could rally and do all that. And so, and so like I'm, I'm sauntering downstairs, scratching my head. Hey, family. Look, <laughs> looking, and and he's having to kind of make introductions. Like, hey, y'all remember Ben, right? 
Right. Uh, you know, uh, he's my friend Ben. You know, he's it's like Uncle I went, Ben. I, Look yes, at Uncle Ben. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I I went to college with him, and I think that's exactly what he said. He was like Uncle yep. Ben. He's like, yep. here, here's a cup of coffee, and and I'm you just like a family member at that point. And and they're like, hey, how do you like your eggs? And I'm just like, oh, hey, kids. I'm like, I, and I'm telling his his daughter, I'm like, hey, have fun at soccer practice. And oh as, wow! As they're walking out the door, absolutely. And, Give him a high five. Uncle right. Ben will probably be gone by the time you get back. Right, I definitely will because like 10 yep. minutes later, ding dong, my wife's yep. like, hey, come on, we gotta go. <laughs> so, oh, wow. Like, what was the demeanor of the wife? Was she... Oh, she was, she was fine, fine because... Okay. Yeah, absolutely. She was fine because she was like, this is this is what you need to do. Yes. You need to just stay there. That was the responsible decision. And I'll pick you up the next morning. His wife, though, what was the, the oh, demeanor oh. of his wife? Oh, oh, she was fine, too. Okay, she she good. realized what was happening, and she also, like, his wife, my wife, they all understand. They get it. What happens when it's like me and, and Mike and Rob, we all we kind of get together because it, it it's a long time between times when we're able to hang out. So when we do, right. we kind of tie one on, right? And I right. just, and I realized in that moment that it doesn't matter how old you are necessarily, the... Maturity level will always be that of... It reverts. It reverts to, it reverts. like, your college days. Absolutely. Yeah. So. And it's understandable. And that's good. And But it does get harder to recover from the older you get, doesn't it? Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. But, you know, yeah. I, I realize that I'm that guy who is walking He's be sleeping in the playroom <laughs> sleeping in the playroom between the foosball table and the uh you know the the stuffed animals oh i bet that was a good night's sleep <laughs> it was and <laughs> until you hear all the kids hey a good three hours of sleep it was hey, a nap who, really who's sleeping up in our room our playroom that's uncle friend. ben that's uncle don't ben. worry about it yeah don't worry about it all right <laughs> when you need advice come to ben and kelly it's group therapy on 99.7 DJX. Wendy reaching out saying, hey, Ben and Kelly, I hope you can help me. My situation isn't scandalous like many of your group therapy segments. Mm-hmm. No one's cheating. No one has the hots for their brother-in-law's friend. <laughs> <laughs> she, she knows the drill. <laughs> okay. <laughs> here, here it is. Just simply, my fiance has called me by his late wife's name on multiple occasions lately. Mm-hmm. Initially, I was understanding, tried to empathize with his grief and the memories he has of her, but it kind of keeps happening. Now, she's been gone for three years. We have been together for almost a year. The first 10 months of our relationship, this never happened, not once. Mm -hmm. Now it's happened five times in the last month. Mm. We're getting married in three months. And I wonder if our wedding date is triggering this. Mm Mm-hmm. So then if it is, what does that mean? Is he not over her? Does he have guilt for marrying me? Is it best to at least postpone the wedding? A part of me is wondering if maybe he's never going to get over her enough to fully give his heart away to someone else. Mm. No one I know has any experience with this. Will I always be the woman he had to settle for because his one true love died? Oh, gosh. I don't want to be that for anyone. I want to be someone's first and only true love, not a companion that they settled for to live out their days with. Mm-hmm. Do I do nothing? Postpone the wedding or realize that I need to keep looking? Thanks, Wendy. Wow. I don't have any 
experience in this. I know grief is a thing that is unique to everybody. So how you handle it is is unique. Uh, so I don't know. I mean, has anybody been through this? I, I think I would toss that back to our listeners. Yeah, someone that's been in that situation. Now, as far as, you know, she's feeling like she's someone that he's settling for just because, you know, his first choice is no longer there. And I don't know if that's necessarily the case. I mean, he can love her just as much in a different way, though. Yeah, I I will say already on Facebook, there are several that are checking in and saying, look, uh, like Jess said, I call my family by the wrong name all the time. I feel like you're making a big deal out of nothing. And then Bobby agrees saying, I call my one son by our dog's name more than his given name. I have no idea why I do this. I love them both, though. And I'm certainly not thinking my son is the dog. Right, yes. And I've called my husband by my ex-husband's name, and we laugh it off. If anything, uh, Bobby continues, if anything, I feel sorry for this poor guy because his fiance is considering breaking up with him and hasn't even discussed the issue. To me, that's the red flag. Okay. Uh, Kimberly says, well, you clearly are not the first. Mm -hmm. He's already had that with her. But that doesn't mean that you won't be his last true love. You're thinking too much into it. Heck, y'all have only been together a year. Don't get upset about little things now. If you do, you won't get to experience the amazing things later once the relationship truly gets going. Now, I just thought of this as you were saying that. Is that a, I mean, if you take the D word out of this, if you take death out of this, mm-hmm. if that was just an ex and he was calling you by his ex's name, does that make a difference? It does a little, I think, because if it if she was an ex, then that would have been maybe a choice mm-hmm. to not be with her. Mm-hmm. He didn't get the choice to not be with uh, her. All right. All right. I guess you're so right. I think that that's where sure. she's concerned that he's never going to get over her because, again, she was kind of ripped away from him. All right, 502-795-1997 is our number. Group therapy is the segment. And uh would love to hear your story about how you dealt with this sort of thing. It's tough, but I don't yeah. I don't think that this means that he can't love you the way he loved her. Right. Or as much. All right, 502-795-1997. Group therapy, Wendy's fiancé is widowed. And ever since they... Got engaged, Wendy and her fiance. Uh, he's been accidentally calling her by his late wife's name. Now she's like, "Is this a sign he's just not ready to move on?" And kind of wondering, "Hey, how do I approach this?" Right? Is he, you know, ever going to love me at the level that he right. loved her? Right. She's just feeling a little insecure about the whole thing right now. Mm-hmm. And I mean, understandably so. It's a delicate situation. Right. For sure, Brooke. I don't think there's any problem with it. He's never going to be over his deceased wife. He's always going to love her. You know, it wasn't a choice that he decided to not be with her anymore. Right. He will never be over her. He'll always love her just the same. However, I think it's almost like not an intentional compliment, but I would take it as a compliment because obviously he loves Wendy close to how he loved his his deceased spouse. So I feel like it's not an insult. It's not. It shouldn't be hurtful. He probably has his deceased spouse up on a pedestal, and apparently Wendy is very close to her. Mm. Um, yeah. you know, he's I like gonna that. Lose the love for her. He's That's never a really good way of looking at it. Her. So I feel like that it shouldn't be something that you're insulted by or upset about. Like, it's not a competition. Right. Obviously, she's gone, and 
you know, you're, he's never going to love her just the same. It's just going to be different. It can be just as much, but yes. it'll just be different. I really uh, agree with what you're saying because he's never going to uh, replace her in his heart with, with right. Wendy. He's mm-hmm. going to, Wendy's right. going to have to re- realize that she's, uh, you know, sharing him a little bit. There's a little part of right. her that's, that's sharing him and always will. And I think it, it's not in a bad way. Well, thank you, Brooke. Yeah, thank you. You guys have a good day. Andrew, the love doctor. What's your take on this? Uh, yeah, this, you guys are right. This is tough. A couple of things. Um, you guys made a great point earlier. It is different if the individual, the ex, is widowed or is deceased versus being alive. That makes it obviously a lot of difference because um, there was no choice there. But uh, this, my question is, has this guy gone to therapy, um, you know, for, for being widowed? Has he sought therapy out for grief? I mean, that would be my first question. And as far as she goes, I wouldn't give up on the marriage or give up on him. But what she needs to do and he needs to do is get into therapy and do it right now. They need professional help. They need somebody who has an actual degree and is not somebody like me just giving an opinion on really what needs to be happening and what's going on. Because unless you talk with him on how he's feeling about this grief, then then there's no way to really know right now. Andrew, I'm a little upset that you don't consider Kelly and my advice to be professional. <laughs> right. Well, you know, if I didn't love you guys, I consider it to be about as professional as mine. But, hey. You All know. right. I See, got it. Exactly. Hey, thank you, buddy. I appreciate it. Keep on loving, guys. All right. Got a text message. Um, I'm texting in from the experience of being the grieving widow mm. who is now in a new relationship. Although I've never called my new fiance either the wrong name. It's not that it hasn't popped in my head or almost happened many, many, many times. Mm-hmm. It's not that I don't love and appreciate this person at all. It's just habit when you've been with someone for so long as I was with my husband for over 28 years. Oh, geez. So yes, their name is still in your head because you're always still grieving no matter mm. if you found a new love or not. But it definitely doesn't take away from how much I love the new person in my life to a, a totally different relationships. But I love them both dearly. I think that's a great point, And that's something yeah. that Brooke needs to hear. So yes, that, 100%. I, I, They're I, different relationships. Perfect. Perfect. Way to sum that up. That was good. All right. Well, hey, thank you for uh, all the calls. And Brooke, hey, we, we we feel for you, your situation. and But look, I hope this, this gives you hope and makes you yes, feel better and exactly. more secure in your situation. Exactly. All right. There you go. That is group therapy. Keep us posted. Let's play a fun little game called Drunken Karaoke. <laughs> we'll introduce you to Christy calling us from Borden. Hi, Christy. Hi. Hi there. Uh, Christy's got strawberry blonde hair, drives a Honda CRV as an insurance agent, and is happily divorced. Okay, then. <laughs> very, Whatever brings you happiness. That's right. Very happy to be rid of that two-time and no good-for-nothing person. All right. I mean, sorry, yeah. I, I took liberties with how I you described did. your ex, but, well, you know. You were spot on, yeah. Oh, good. Good, good, good. Yeah. So, so you're in a better place, it sounds like. Uh, absolutely, yes. All right. Oh, are, okay, good. Are you All ready right. to uh, dip that old toe back in the old dating ring there yet? There, Christy? Oh, I don't know. If the right, know. We'll if the right person comes around. There we go. That's ah, right there. there it is. There Perfect. it is. Well, Christy, sorry, I'm married, so can't, <laughs> can't help you there. But. That was presumptuous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is literally the only time in my life when I can be presumptuous. Oh, <laughs> wow. Not right. Anyways, Christy, don't answer that. Um, all, right. 
<laughs> All right, so the game is drunk karaoke. Kelly's going to explain how it works. Yeah, so you're going to hear some performers uh, doing a, a song. You just have to guess what the song is. Now, Christy, here's the thing, Christy. Uh, you're going to have to, I guess, take DJX out of your head because some of these songs are going to be not necessarily from our wheelhouse. Does that make sense? It does, yeah. Okay. okay. All right, here but, we go. But karaoke bar wheelhouse for sure. Yes, for sure. All right, here we go. First one in drunken karaoke. <laughs> Do you know what that is? No, no, oh, I don't have no idea. Was it was it your favorite band? Was it Nickelback? Oh no, 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 what? not no, no, not, not the Nickelback. same genre. All right, yeah. here, here, let me play it again for you. I, I just have a quick clip for, of this. So, it, but, but here, uh, let me play it again. I'll give you a hint. The performer uh, who originally sang that, less drunk, was uh, is no longer with us. But what was associated, that song is associated with a color, purple. Okay, so is it Toby Keith? Oh, purple. Mm, he's not a king, but he's... Royalty. Uh... Royalty, indeed. Oh, 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 I'm sorry. Okay, Prince. It's Prince. Yes, yes Prince, Prince Purple, purple Rain. Rain. Obviously, Chris. Yes. Obviously. <laughs> Yes. 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 All right. Not Nickelback or Toby. No. No. Yes. All right. Here we go. Next one. Drunk karaoke. Oh my God. Oh, that's so beautiful and sweet. Oh, that was quite the ballad. It was. That was. It's a power ballad, some may may say, yeah. Okay. Can I have a hint? Oh, my gosh. Christy, you said that you were good at this. (laughs) (laughs) Christy, did you just lie to us? (laughs) 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 Again, royalty. Queen. Obviously. Yes. Yes. Did you say Bohemian Rhapsody? Is that what you said, Christy? Yeah. Okay, yeah, obviously. 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 All right. Wow. (laughs) All right. Wow. And to think that the audience there in the bar got to hear the whole song. They got to hear the whole one. They got to hear the whole one. Yeah, lucky them. Lucky them. Lucky them indeed. Okay, uh, Christy, last one. I'm going to give you a nice... Okay, this has a nice little uh, lead into it. Okay. Okay. All right, here we go. What would I do? Oh, what would I just me in? Oh. How you can get me out? Oh, wow. You got my head spinning. No kidding. I can't pin you down. Oh, wow. What's going on? <laughs> that beautiful mind. Oh. I'm on your head. We're going off book. I mean, listen, I've got a minute six left of this, Christy. Are if you, you need kidding? It. <laughs> Oh, wow. I need to hear the, the... Uh, yeah. All right, we'll get to the hook. We'll get to the hook. 
Christy, I gotta be honest. Our our listeners on the text line have turned on you. They they, 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 are, they have turned on you. They they wanted you to win at first, and now they're just they like, did. nope, nope, take oh. them away. The magic of this game is not whether you get it right or not. It's just a getting to experience the magic of those performances, right? Well, that was right. painful, yeah. It was. Okay. Uh-huh. All right. Was well, painful. Christy, um, congratulations. We're going to let you win, even though you got... Okay, well, you did get some right after some prodding, yes. Oh, listen, you, Amber's yes, like my 13-year-old yes, yes. is three for three with two notes. So. <laughs> I mean, hey, you know what? It's all good. It's all good. Christy, look. Hey, it's so much harder being in the hot seat, Christy. It is. I think so, guys. I'm sweating. I'm sweating right now. Listen, you and me both, Christy. <laughs> you and me both. All right. And I bet the performers were, too. All right. Well, Christy, pat yeah. yourself dry. Congratulations. Thank oh, you so much for being a part of the show this morning. We're going to hook you up, so just hang on the line just another quick sec, okay? Thank you, guys. You're so much fun. Thank all right, you. All right. Hang oh, on. Oh, I feel robbed that we weren't actually in the room when all of that was happening. <laughs> I, I wish I could have seen those performances in person because they sound So great. <laughs> uh, oh. All right. Well, hey, I've got some more. Maybe we can do this tomorrow because oh, I just, just feel keep like banking them. I feel keep like drunk them. karaoke just seems to be a game that I like. So it's fun. All right. There you go. Uh, we'll do some more for Sam Hunt uh, tomorrow here on 9970JX. If you're like, you know what? I hate your stupid games. Stop playing them. I just want to win <laughs> tickets. Uh, we understand. And. I'm so angry. <laughs> we, I'm just trying to get myself in the. 
I got gotcha. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, you can go to the website, WDGX.com, and avoid all of this these hoops, okay? Good luck. At Ben and Kelly Show, great way to get a hold of us. Um, got this message from Jennifer. Hey, Ben and Kelly, got a first world problem for you. Okay. But seriously, my husband and I are stumped about what to do. Gotcha. My husband and I are occasionally invited out to eat at expensive restaurants by a couple with whom we're friendly. Okay. The problem is the wife never fails to complain about the food. It's the wrong meal, it's prepared incorrectly, it wasn't what she ordered, stuff like that. Mm. Even after her demands have been catered to, she continues to complain throughout the entire meal. It's embarrassing to see the white staff treated this way. Mm. And we've actually been hesitant now to join them. Uh, but out of fear of hurting their feelings, we end up going. Then we regret having to have spent so much money and then being embarrassed once again. Oh, God. So what should we say the next time we're invited? Should we tell the truth or make up an excuse? Thanks so much. I mean, Jennifer, haven't you ever done the, hey, you know what? I can't. We're, we've got plans. Uh, but, you know, maybe next time. And then you just kind of keep pushing the ball down the road. I guess, yes. For eternity? It sounds like, yeah, you're not really ever enjoying yourself when you're out with them. So maybe you figure out a way to just get together where you don't go to a a restaurant restaurant that she's going to complain about the food. Well, you know what? You 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 have your friends make dinner for you guys, right? And then they can't complain about their own meal. You know what? That's a great idea. Just have dinner in and say, hey, instead of going out, maybe we go in and we play cards or something like that and just do one of those things. Exactly. Yeah. If you like hanging out with them, you just don't want to hang out with them in that setting where things like that can happen. Maybe that's what we do. You know what? That's a better suggestion than what mine was and just keep pushing it down the road until, you know. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, but then you're just never hanging out with them. So then that's <laughs> kind of like breaking up, you know, the friendship. That's true. So if you want to hang out with them, you just kind of <laughs> don't like that particular setting because that always seems to happen. Yeah. Change the setting. Okay. No, the, I like that. I like that. So do what Kelly said, Jennifer. Okay. Did just, we fix it? That was record time. No, we didn't. You did. So well, thank you. Yeah. All I right. think I think that's a great suggestion. A great place to start. Just Get the gold star today. Just by doing um, indoor things. Or blame it on your finances. Just say, hey, you know what? Can't can't afford it this month. You know, let's just go and stay inside. Like, Yeah, if you... or let's order a pizza yeah, and, and yeah, play yeah, games, yeah. cards, like you said. Yeah, yeah like that. Like that. I All know. right. Jennifer, good luck. And uh, keep us posted on that. Uh, that is diving into the DMs here, 9970JX. So, you know, sometimes you find love in the most random of places. And when you do, you don't have a name or number. So how do you get back in touch with this person? Well, you do a little typey-typey in mom's basement. You send it out to the internets. We find it, and we bring it to life. When you strike out in real life, you can always try... Craigslist Missed Connections. I'll go first. Okay. To the girl who attempted a B&E this morning. Man for woman would be a breaking and entering. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Gotcha. be a breaking and entering. All righty. <laughs> to the cute girl with the freckled face. Hi. I'm the guy whose house you tried breaking into this morning around 930. Oh, goodness. Oopsies. <laughs> Our conversation was short. <laughs> you only said, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. 
as you saw me staring back at you through the door blinds. Still, I feel like we made a good connection. Oh, great. So wait, wait, wait. So either she was like, thought she was in the right place, but wasn't, or meant to break in and just was surprised someone was there. Either way. Either way. I feel like we made a good connection. Yeah. Separated by only inches. Mm. The door and the two locks you were trying to pick. Okay, got it. There's a little bit more clarity now. I gave you 15 minutes to make your getaway. (laughs) You're welcome, by the way. (laughs) I don't know if you were with the professional crew, but but please don't try to break into my house again. (sighs) However. It sounds like he's inviting her. If you're up for a legal encounter... There you go. I'm game. Sure. Because I'm a sucker for a cute face with freckles. I'll invite you and I'll open the door next time so you don't have to pick the lock. You know the house and you know where to find me. All right. All right. Okay. Craigslist missed connection. If we're hitting on people trying to break into our house, maybe it's it's been a rough go in the dating pool, apparently. You know... Here's a woman for man. To the guy I gave a skull to. Ah, okay. That's not a sentence you say every day. No. Okay. To the attractive man on the train. I just wanted to let you know that I wasn't a crazy lady. Ah. Here's what happened. (laughs) A guy was running for a train. Mm -hmm. I saw something go flying off the end of his cane. Yes, he was running with a cane. Mm Mm-hmm. After a few seconds of me and other waiting passengers looking around kind of stupidly at each other, I decided to be a good Samaritan. Oh, okay. I picked it up and saw that it was a small polished replica of a human skull. Oh. I looked to the old man standing next to me and said, It's a skull. (laughs) It's a skull. He shrugged his shoulders. I didn't want it, but... I have such a particular hatred of littering that I didn't want to just drop it back on the floor <laughs> lest someone think I was a dirty skull litterer. Hate to think that. Yeah, I decided the proper thing to do would be to give it back to whomever dropped the thing. Right. So I jumped in the door of the L train and saw you with what I thought was a cane. Okay. So I said, here's your skull and handed it to you. Great, problem solved. Yeah, you were shocked. I thought because you didn't realize it was lost, but as I backed off the train as the doors closed, I saw that it wasn't a cane you had, but an umbrella and luggage. <laughs> and you clearly weren't the person that dropped the skull. <laughs> she just handed the skull to a random stranger. Can't imagine how weird it must have been to have some woman run in onto a train, shove a skull in your hand, and tell you it's yours. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just writing this to let you know that it wasn't a voodoo ritual, an ominous mafia warning. Or gang initiation. Okay. At worst, you could look at it as a misguided attempt at getting to know you better, even though I truly thought you dropped your skull. Okay. Yeah. So, now, what did you do with it? I have to know. Mm. HMU, maybe we can go out sometime and you can tell me about your new skull. Okay, so whether you're handing random skulls to random strangers on the train or Mm -hmm. you are... Seeing the love of your life trying to break into your house. (laughs) Uh, It is one thing, and that is... Craigslist Missed Connection. I have hope. I'm just going to say that I am not contributing to this stat any longer. Oh, you were, though, before. 
I said any longer. Got it. Forbes advisor listed Louisville as the seventh worst driving city in America. (laughs) And when you're talking about contributing to that statistics, that's in station vehicles. Well, and okay, yeah. Uh, and your car, and your cars too. <laughs> well, How many, listen, sir? Listen, 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 listen. Okay, first, first, first. Let me explain because you just threw me under the bus here. I did a little. Well, you kind of threw yourself under the bus first. First, yes, <laughs> with station vehicles. Uh huh. I did wreck. Um, just about every single vehicle that DJX has had over the past twenty years. Correct. Yes. Yeah. Um, I was witness to I, one I would of them. say not, no, 100% of it. No, 90% of those were my fault. Okay. All right. The one when I, when I, uh, wrecked the Hummer, uh, that was because there was, was he, huge, huge weather. There was snow. Yeah. I hit a snow drift as I was, uh, changing lanes. And also, you're in a Hummer. So you think, okay. Indestructible. Got, yeah, that's right. No, nope, I'm here to say it's not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Prove that theory wrong. I, I did. I proved that theory a little bit wrong. Um, so anyways, uh, but yeah, what, which cities have the worst drivers? Yeah, that's Albuquerque, New, New Mexico. But yeah, getting back to me. Um, <laughs> I, I don't text and drive anymore. That I, is I, great news. You were I, never supposed to do that. But great news that you're no well, longer Well, to be fair, that. we didn't know when it first started, right? Oh, we didn't. We didn't understand. <laughs> we didn't. But that probably we didn't understand. could I mean, take our attention away from okay. the driving that we're supposed to be doing. All right. So I may have rear-ended someone in, in our uh, a station vehicle. Yes. Um, I did hit a, uh, tr- uh, a telephone pole. With one of our trucks. I saw that one. Y- yeah. And yeah, so, so like I said, I, I'm not contributing much anymore. Now, as far as like speeding goes, again, that knock on wood, I haven't gotten a speeding ticket for a very long time. I feel like with, with age, I've matured a little bit. That I'm, does, I'm not hearing that you're going the speed limit. I'm hearing that you're not getting caught as often. Is that what I'm hearing? Listen, we don't need to sit here and, <laughs> And try to analyze everything that I'm saying. I'm just saying that I'm a more mature driver now. Uh huh. And, and, and and you've got equipment that help you find the cops and the speed. I traps. do not know. Oh, you don't. Okay. Okay. Good. I okay. I I rely on my you own said, inhibitions and my experience. Better and, instincts. Yes, better better instincts. <laughs> And I'm just saying that I am not contributing to the fact that Louisville, Kentucky is the city with the seventh worst drivers in America. Oh, yeah. That is not a statistic (laughs) to be proud of. I mean, you know, we like to stand out. Yeah. But maybe not in this arena. Listen, uh, since moving to the East End right here, Shelbyville, Hurstbourne area, I mean... Smooth sailing. It's a shorter commute for you, first of all. Well, no, I'm saying we look outside of our radio station window and we see people honking horns, cutting people off, getting in accidents all the time here. Yeah, it's not good. It's not good. Yeah, you, you know, if you've driven at all in the area, yeah, there's, there's a lot of people that are not superb drivers yeah like terry texts in and says people think red lights are a suggestion yes yes well okay okay again again to be fair what 
are you doing to yourself? <laughs> to be you f- keep digging your hole. I'm just sir. saying. I feel like some of these fingers are pointed at me. To be fair, <laughs> when I go to work in the morning, it's before four o'clock in the morning. So there's it's nobody there's on no the road. No one on the road. Yes, you don't have to fully like sit there the entire. Yeah, time. why would you? Why would you? Okay. <laughs> you? And, and then in particular some lights where they should have a flashing yellow arrow and yeah. if they don't yeah. that's just dumb anyways you can see no one's coming all right so congrats congrats louisville you have made the show wow. as you do just about every day but this is yeah. a special special uh what a distinction distinction yes yeah. yes seventh worst drivers in america reside right here in the bluegrass. Should we make up our certificate and hang it on the wall? Why don't you draw something real quick and then ma- right. maybe we can submit it for approval. I'll, I'll draw a little, like, stick car crash. <laughs> okay. Congratulations. Okay. Seventh worst. Hey, we can hang our hat on that. That's great. <laughs> All right. All right. Still to come this hour, feel good stories. A setting the bar story will call a security breach. Oopsie. Oopsies. All right. Our bad. Uh, do this every hour throughout the morning. Kelly Kay. You know actor Christian Bale, right? Yeah. Heard of him. Batman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now he's about to be a real hero for the foster care system. He founded this nonprofit called Together California, and it's taken them 16 years to really get the show on the road after he was initially inspired to help improve the foster care system after the birth of his daughter in 2005. But they've just now broken ground on a piece of land to make his dream of building a village for foster care kids a reality. 16 years, yeah. Look, I didn't think it was going to take that long. You know, I had a very naive naive idea about kind of getting a piece of land and uh, then uh, uh, bringing kids in and the, the brothers and sisters living together and sort of singing songs like the Von Trapp family and Sound of Music, but uh, then learning, no, 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 no. No, it's way more complex. When I started this, a beautiful three-year-old daughter, she's now in college, got a nine-year-old son. You know, I couldn't bear imagining if we weren't around and they would have to be split up. And so uh, when I learned that, um, uh, I said, all right, we got we, we got to do something. Yeah, and this is what he's doing. The whole idea behind this village is to keep foster siblings together. The development is going to have 12 three-bedroom townhomes, each housing six kids. A full-time, professionally trained foster parent is going to provide care and support studio apartments for temporary housing for visiting relatives or transitional housing for kids that are aging out of the foster care system. Oh, wow. They're also building a 7,000-square-foot community center with enrichment programs and services. And, yeah, he's like, imagine the absolute pain and trauma of losing your parents and then having to lose your brothers and sisters on top of that. He Mm. just couldn't live with that idea of happening. So, again, it's taken 16 years, but they're finally on the road to making this a reality, and it's pretty awesome. Mm. You can see the story uh, at WDJX.com. It's Ben and Kelly. Good morning, 99.7 DJX. All right, set of the bar stories. Kelly are what? Examples of what not to do or situations we hope you don't find yourself in. Right. Remember when security breaches were simple things like, oh, your credit card has been compromised or your personal information been sold on the dark web, things like that. Well, none of those are really simple. I mean, they're kind of, you know, big pains and you have to go through some hoops to get all ironed out sometimes. Sure, sure. 
But if you can manage to make it through the day without your security company allowing you to accidentally see images from other people's cameras, you're doing okay. Oh, that's a big oopsies. Yeah, the smart camera maker told users there is a security glitch that let thousands of users see footage from other people's cameras. So, I mean, it could be boring things like, you know, maybe it's the inside of someone's garage or uh, nothing at all. Maybe a neighbor's dog poopy on your lawn, something like that. But others could have been an invasive look at, I don't know, your entryway, uh, inside your house. Yeah, what business. if you're walking around naked like Ben does? Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've been throwing you under the bus a lot. Today. I know, my gosh. <laughs> so yeah, I mean the the company said, look, you know, it's a, uh, it's uh, the 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 computer partner got overloaded all this technical mumbo jumbo oh, they're blaming that guy is like listen it's the cloud storage people right it's disappointing we understand i mean disappointing <laughs> it's disappointing listen this is their second disappointment though five years ago oh. data leak exposed millions of customer email addresses and passwords so what was also disappointing yeah you know to be fair maybe hey look it'd be it'd be really awkward if we were a security company no you are oh well yeah then there's that too <laughs> but we promise we promise this promise time. this time this time is the last not gonna happen again. listen you know, you know figuring it out absolutely with every mistake they realize yes. things and they get better right so they're only getting better we're gonna lock it down for good this time locking so, it down so again if you manage to make it through the day without your security company allowing you to accidentally see images from thousands of other people's cameras then you're doing okay it is so difficult to be a security company when you're not great at securing things i know it really is (laughs) yes online still those tickets for sam hunt to win his concert is friday we also have bourbon and beyond festival tickets to win as well uh that's coming to an end so if you haven't yet gone in to win or you're like whoa 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 you've had weekend wristbands for that get to the website right now asap yep wdjx.com uh we'll hook you up with that all right anything you may have missed you can always catch up on the podcast wdjx.com i will say that uh drunk karaoke may be one of our new favorite games i don't know yeah. yeah i don't know the longevity of it but i do know that we have enough to fulfill the rest of the week Okay, that's good. See, the, just like little kid, drunk adult, we have to keep replenishing the well, right? We need new stories to make that bit live. We need new songs to continue with this bit. And I feel like there could be a shelf life with this particular game just because there seems to be like a, a smaller list of songs that people tend to repeatedly perform in karaoke bars. That's that's my only fear. Um, if <laughs> you want to go back and listen to... Christie's treacherous round oh. of uh, drunk karaoke. Yeah, uh, the, you, the text line turned on her yeah, pretty quickly. You may hear one of these hits. Wow. Oh, that was nowhere near. <laughs> nowhere near. I mean, any of the notes. Le- Okay, here. In that song. I, I'm going to give you a hint for the rest of the week if you're listening right now. Okay. okay. And you want to play. Uh-huh. Uh, we still have hits to hear from Tammy Wynette. Oh. 
Sia. Yes. Kesha. Okay. Shania Twain. Of course. <laughs> Britney Spears. Yes. And then, uh, obviously, Whitney. So, Well, Whitney is, yes, that's a main... And again, bold choice. Yeah. Bold choice. If you're going to get on that stage and yep. belt out Whitney or Celine or any of those powerhouse... Mariah. I mean, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Bold so move. That's going to need at least, what, eight, nine beers? Uh, yeah. All right. So that will be tomorrow. More of those Sam Hunt tickets to win here on 9970JX. A uh, little bit later on today, right around noon... Adoptable animals from the Kentucky Humane Society, Wet Nose Wednesday. Uh, that'll be on on Facebook, so you can go check that out. Maybe get an adopted or go and adopt an animal today. A new furry family member. All right. Anything else, Kelly? That's it. All right. Have a good one. We'll talk to you tomorrow.